Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close. I'm your host, Mor Asulin. Today is episode 16. I am very excited about this topic because I think a lot of salespeople are missing the point. Um, and it, it goes into follow-up emails. So you send an email to a prospect and it's been three days, four days, five days, whatever it is, and they haven't responded. So you send another follow-up email and another one and another one. And before you know it, you become spam and you end up annoying them. And that's not going to get their attention in a positive way. So what do you do, right? Like what should the other, should you send another email? What do you do? And I think a lot of salespeople are, are missing the point here because I think they're just sending follow-up emails to send them. And there should be two reasons why or more of two reasons behind an actual email. The first one is the email must contain something valuable. And number two, the email must keep you top of mind. And that's really what a follow-up email is intended for, right? Your, your goal is to stay relevant, stay top of mind. So when the right, when the time come, when the time is right, the prospect is thinking of you. Granted, if the email is relevant, then they're going to think of you quicker. Um, if you're just annoying and they got pissed off, then they're definitely not thinking of you. So that's why it's so important for email follow-ups to be spaced out. Too much, too soon becomes spam. And that's why I use and my team uses different levers to pull when we're following up. That's why it's so important. When I say levers, I really mean different cadences. And when I say different cadences, I mean different follow-ups. An email is one follow-up. A phone call is another follow-up. A voicemail is, is another one. A DM on LinkedIn is another one. So there are five different follow-ups that you can do to stay top of mind and have the prospect recognize your name. And there's a few ways you can do this without having to send an email. And that's kind of where I'm getting at. What can you do outside of sending an email to stay top of mind? And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go down the list. So the first one is, you call three business days after sending that email. What you say is, is another episode, but the idea is you can call and you can leave a voicemail. Um, the second one is you endorse their skills. So you connect with the prospect. So that's another one, actually. You connect with the prospect on LinkedIn, assuming you haven't already. Um, but let's just say you're already connected. Then you endorse their skills on LinkedIn. When you endorse their skills on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is going to send them a notification that you've endorsed their skills, keeping you top of mind. You engage in their posts. This is number three. You engage in their posts on LinkedIn. Either a post that they've posted on their profile or a post that they've commented on someone else's profile. They're going to get a notification on LinkedIn. They're going to click on that notification. It's really addicting. And they're going to see your name and they're going to see your title, which should show that you're working at the company that you're trying to, that you've been demoing with, right? Number four, just view their LinkedIn profile. If you go into someone's LinkedIn profile and you do nothing, you just go into it, you visit it, and then you leave, this will trigger a notification in someone else's LinkedIn 
that says who's viewed your profile and they can click on it and they could see your name. So that's another one. And number five, you tag them in a LinkedIn post that they would find relevant. Not that you would find relevant, but that the prospect would find relevant. So for example, I work at a SaaS company and a software company and we're in MarTech. So we're in the e-commerce space. And a lot of the leads that are, are prospects that are on LinkedIn are co-founders and marketers. And if I find a post on LinkedIn, someone else posted about how to increase traffic to a website or whatever it is, right? I will tag a lead that I'm working. I will tag them in that post and would say like, hey, tag them like, hey, John, whatever it is, um, thought you'd find this relevant, right? I'd even maybe take that post and then DM it to them on LinkedIn. So there's a lot of things you can do outside of email because email everyone is doing, but not everyone is properly leveraging um, an omni-channel. And that's what you should be doing. Hope this helps. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asulin.